Blog Talk Radio.
Well, maybe that wasn't Tori. Um, extension 0634. Hi, you have the mic. Who's on, please? Hello? Hello, that's our Hi, good Dawn. friend Dawn. Hey, Dawn, how are you? Fine. You know, I look forward to calling in pretty much every week now to see who's going to be on. <laughs> Your guests are always that's- so enlightening with some good information. So. Absolutely, and and Don has been uh, helping us. Don Don has a lot of experience and is gaining experience with social media. And um, thank you for the tips that you've uh, sent our way as well. You know, there's a lot of different applications and ways to manage and to get new uh, Twitter followers. And um, Don, you've just been collecting information. You're like a sponge, and you've been going out there and finding information. So I want to encourage the listeners. To also follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, um, which is at sign tech xo cafe, um, or you can also follow us through hashtag tech that's t e c h x o radio, um, and that's one of the ways to to get some of the the tips and some of the stories that uh, Don brings to our attention. So. First of all, we want to thank Dawn for joining us today, too, um, and we're going to keep standing by, and, and we look forward to another guest that we've uh, been talking to, uh, who, Tori, Dorsey is her name, so as soon as we get her on the line. But uh, while we have this time, I want to pause and let everybody know about some other events that Technology Express is going to be involved in. First of all, you've probably heard us talking about the big buildup to the uh, first full week in August, we will be in Indianapolis broadcasting live at the National BDPA Conference. We have to um, thank Craig Brown, Dr. Craig Brown, for inviting us, as well as Pam Sexton, uh, who's coordinating the conference. And we will be there interviewing, getting sound bites, walking among the people, um, and posting both pictures, video, and audio of the various programs and keynote speakers. It's not a replacement for attending the conference, so you, if you have the opportunity, go live to the conference. Um, it, again, it's August 4th through the 10th, um, and that's also there will be a career fair. There also is our high school computer competition. Uh, there's a youth technology camp, and then there's also a competition for building an app. So whether you're high school, college, um, a newly into the IT industry, just in any way an entrepreneur, leveraging IT, or a seasoned professional, you want to go there. And I'll give you a hint, I'll also be speaking live there, talking about how to get into hospital information systems, um, and I'll be giving you a, a preview of that in one of our upcoming shows. But, again, the best way to get the full experience is to go there live. And, David, can you share with us a little bit more about the BDPA uh, National Conference? Absolutely, absolutely. This week will be chock full of every powerful, insightful, and intriguing workshop held and sponsored by BDPA and run by several BDPA alumni. They, they go across the board, information, assets, portfolio. CIO of the Future, presented by Maurice Farrell. We've got enterprise resource planning classes, 
infrastructure as a service. I may go to that one. I am an infrastructure project manager, so that's very intriguing and insightful for me. The Mayo Clinic Big Data, the healthcare IT bandwagon. Incidentally, our very own Jacqueline Sanders is holding a workshop as well as it relates to IT and healthcare and the blend of those two areas. So there is a full week full of workshops. We won't be able to go to all, but we will, at Tech Espresso, be popping in on several of these, grabbing various snippets and presenting to them to you on our website. So stay tuned. That week, the week of August 5th, we'll be in Indianapolis at the BDPA annual, and we'll be grabbing speakers and interviewing them, and our website will be full of those sound bites. So stay tuned with us. Jacqueline. Absolutely. And as uh, one of the keynote speakers will be Randall Pinkett, and some of you will recall he was on, I want to say, season four of the um, the, the show Apprentice. The Apprentice. Thank you. <laughs> the Apprentice. And he will be uh, one of our keynote speakers. So we're really looking forward to his inspiration and learning his story, and we'll get to interview him one-on-one. So that's going to be exciting as well. You guys have heard us talk about the um, keynote speaker last year, Rowan Martin, and how inspiring that was. And, and I think that, that you know, those words of wisdom and inspiration carried us throughout the year and uh, is what got us fired up about pressing even further with Technology Expresso. And for those of you who are tuning in to Technology Expresso, our show is about reaching out to people in the community who are leveraging technology in any way. doesn't mean you have to be an IT, quote-unquote, geek, so to speak, but that you're leveraging technology, whether it's through social media, um, whether it's actually using software, building software, building apps, you name it, um, and using technology in other ways. I have to give a shout-out. Again, I, I talked about some of the unique um, articles that Dawn brings to our attention. I love the, the bra. What, what does that bra do, Dawn? Um, it's a bra that apparently was invented by um, a college student in India, and it basically works as a taser. Um, to where it shoots off anywhere from 3,800 volts of electricity um, in order to prevent um, some of the rape that has uh, been just at an extremely high volume being committed on young girls over there. And so in reading about that, um, I also found that Apparently, um, there's a group of the girls, and so there's uh, jeans, a bra, and I believe um, another item that they've uh, come up with in order to um, help uh, some of the some of the women over there um, get control over uh, these, you know. Uh, problems that they're having with the, the, the rape and molestation on women over there. I, I could not believe that. That's amazing <laughs> to me. It absolutely well, is. And, and yeah. I guess that's one way uh, technology 
helping society in a very big way and a very different kind of way. That's uh, that's amazing. Yes, they're engineers. Sorry, they're 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 um, they're studying engineering, and that's how they have um, leveraged the technology or the knowledge that they've learned in order to um, help their community. So I thought I thought that was great. It, it is, and, and that's the type of unique and ingenuity that we like highlighting because not everybody is looking for these type of articles or this is readily, you know, a front page news to most people. But it's so important for people to understand, you know, for two reasons. First of all, it just shows that technology um, is permeating every aspect of life. And, and at the same time, look at the opportunity. The field is wide open for inventors and innovation. And as you may know, that is the theme of the BDPA conference, the race to innovation. And um, that is such an important title because race means a sense of urgency. And that's what we have here at Technology Expresso. That's why we're always so energetic. We're so excited. You know, the, the Expresso part, you know, is because, you know, Expresso gives you a lot of energy. It's bold. Um, and that's why we combine technology and Expresso. It also helps that we actually came up with the idea in a coffee shop. We actually revisited that coffee shop last night. But uh, nonetheless, it was all about coming up with a bright idea and then getting it into action. And that's why our mantra really is listen, learn, leverage, and launch. And the show, take other people's ideas. Other people can come up with this. You have an invention inside of you somewhere um, in some form or fashion. And it's so important to look at what we have today, but then to say, what if? And another important thing, whether you're an entrepreneur or an inventor, is to say to yourself, what problem needs to be solved? And, and to your point, here's the problem with rape. So how do we solve that? And with a, a little bit of uh, ingenuity, taking something that's so common and looking at it a different way. And that's why it's great to be around people who have innovative ideas because that, that, that energy it will spark you to start to think out of the box and start to think that, you know, it's not so odd to not just accept things as they are. Um, and that's, that's the fun part. And you've got to be around other people with that creative energy. And if you don't have it in your immediate circle, um, then that's why we're here. That's why Technology Expresso is here. And, you know, the other thing I want to tie into and, Don, you and I um, started uh, talking about this, too, as we were kind of researching and um, looking for new guests for the show. And that's one of the things. We want to open this show up to other bloggers and tech divas um, because, you know, the image of a geek is really changing. And, and Don, what, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, we were, we were talking about that a little bit. Um. I mean, well, for me, I just think that it's so interesting um, that I'm in my 30s, and so uh, I would say 15, 20 years ago, I mean, you know, being known as a geek was almost a put-down, and, you know, some people were a little ashamed, and it was almost, a, a you know, something wrong to be um, – are really smart or to be known as being uh, very smart. And 
it's amazing now how time um, and the social media has completely changed that outlook to where now what I have seen is that it's become so popular. I mean, everybody now wants to be known as a geek, you would say, or or a nerd. And um, it's fun, and now they're even mixing it with, like you said, um, the the whole fashionista thing. I'm a stylish uh, nerd. Geeks can be pretty and and hot and all that good stuff. And so um, it's just amazing how I feel like these platforms, as far as Facebook and uh, Twitter, has allowed um, that crossover to happen. And so I just think it's really exciting. And, And that's something that, you know, you and I, from becoming friends through Twitter and things like that have you've always kind of spoke on that how it uh bridges the the divide and um and that's something that you all talk about often on your show and so i just i thought that was something you know good to to share and and this is just a perfect lead in to today's guest that we've been talking about and now i believe she's a, she's here with us david hi I'm queuing up her mic right now. Hello, Tori. Welcome to Tech Espresso Cafe Radio. Hi. How are you, East Coasters? <laughs> <laughs> we are doing awesome and so excited to hear from you today. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our virtual cafe. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate the opportunity to speak. <laughs> Absolutely. We want you to share with our listeners because, you know, you, I love social media, love Twitter, and um, the opportunity to reach out to people that you may not n- normally get to meet, but, you know, it, it was so funny. Even you posted a picture recently, and I was like, we have so much in common. Love the, the – it was the posting with the um, new rings and styles and so on and so forth. So there's such collaboration you know, on a national level that, you know, social media and the Internet has afforded us. So it's changing the world in so many ways. So, and again, thanks to technology, that's why we're having this conversation today. So first of all, I'm going to let you kind of lead us into, tell us about Tori Dorsey and and tell us about the evolution of your brand and branding and, and, and social media. Oh, Absolutely. Again, thanks for having me on your show today. Um, so, Tori is a, is a is a geek in real life. I worked for six years at a um, international um, market research firm in their IT department, doing various amounts of things. I now work at a software development firm as an IT project manager. So, I'm not just a geek for the blogs. Like, I really do walk around with glasses and blazers on every day. <laughs> I started well, no problem. You're in good company. Um, David himself <laughs> is a, a perfect answer. I'm a business analyst, so welcome. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so I started my blog a couple of years ago um, just as an outlet for myself because I know I work in, and everybody else, if you work in IT, you know that it's a predominantly male field. So I walked around every day with all of my counterparts, but I would be the only one dressed up. They would be in the same jeans they had on yesterday or whatever it was because, you know, they IT men just see white X's and O's, that's it. So um, 
I think for myself, having the explosion of Twitter and seeing that there were a lot of different ways to connect with people in the social media realm where you can find people, like Chicago isn't really big, doesn't have a really big tech community niche or anything like that. So for me, it was, um, I was able to bridge the gap using my blog and, and social media to find other people like myself that enjoy technology, but also enjoy looking cute while doing it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. One of my, one of my good friends now, she writes for G-Style Magazine, and she is even more earlier than me. And, and say two years ago, I didn't know she existed. Um, and, you know, Facebook and, and Twitter have brought us together essentially. Um, and, and my blog, and, and making sure that those type of connections had. So, Happened, uh, not had. <laughs> and, you know, kudos to you, and 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 you you're speaking. I can totally relate and visualize that person that you're you're talking about so many times. You're surrounded by the person, you know, the the same genes, and <laughs> uh, you know they're just coming there. And and some companies are very you know um, casual, and people take extreme advantage of that in some cases. Um, but you're you're right. There's the there's another group. And thank goodness we can find each other and have that camaraderie right there on on Twitter. So um, talk us through, when did you first uh, start up your your, um, social media? Did it start with Twitter, and and how did you build it up, and and what's kind of your vision for it? Um, So, well, my social media started with Facebook, you know, when that came out um, eons ago. Um, But I've always been one of those people who, who was, looking to have that edge. So I had gotten into uh, Twitter maybe, I don't know, I want to say maybe like late 2009, 2009, and didn't really use it that that much. And then I started to get into it a lot more because I started to see the doors that it was opening or, you know, the things that you could do. But I still didn't have a blog yet. Uh, On Twitter, I just was able to connect with friends that I went to high school with, that I had been communicating with a lot, um, find people that had like minds in the city. So a lot of my friendships to this day prior to me having a blog was uh, me reconnecting and finding people on Twitter. And uh, I, I, I don't know that Twitter had that same feel that it has when people were first using it, but I know in 2009 there was this freshness and there was this, oh, let's connect here and connect there. And um, and so we, you spend a lot of time, um, and I, I, don't, I don't do this now, even still, but I spend a lot of time, like, letting Twitter be my diary. I, I found out the, the hard way, unfortunately, that people remember all of the bad stuff you say. They don't remember the good stuff that you say. So um, I started my blog in October, what is it, 2014, so October, 2012, I decided to uh, start my blog because a lot of the people that I had met on Twitter were bloggers, and I had, you know, started hanging out with them and started going to the places, and they were always like, why don't you have a blog? And I'm always like, "Uh," you know, between working and, you know, wanting to have a life outside of – outside of work, I just didn't feel like I would be able to give my all my blog, but I would still, you know, go to their events or reap the benefits of having blogger friends, 
and I made the friends. At that moment, I was, oh, I haven't mentioned that we're friends, so all she knows is that I'm mad at him for whatever. So, um, and I think for myself and for my friends that I have followed since, you know, like I say, 2009, you've seen this focus more on your brand and not yourself per se, um, and, and, and really focusing on giving the the people out there glimpses of your personality and, and manage, managing, for me, I'll say it's me managing my uh, authentic, authentic, my authentic behavior so that you know that I really am like this without having to give much of my personal self because I feel like people, um, especially in the Twitterverse, they get weird about certain things. And so, you know, I, it's like the curse. The more she gives, the more we want, and then the more we down her for the stuff that we know about. So, um, I, I think that the evolution has gone from, you know, really trying to find out what Twitter is, and now after having been on there for umpteen years, you found your niche or found what works for you, and, and making sure that you're staying true to yourself. But also, if you're in a place where you are in, an influencer. Making sure that your brand is not marred by personal things. You know, and that is that is so interesting because uh, just like what you're saying, it's like you're building up this brand, and then now you have to protect that brand. You have to watch at every angle, um, and and so that that brand, like you said, stays true. Um, otherwise, like you said, you could get. Uh, marks against you and people remember the bad longer than they do the good. So that that is that's excellent advice. And and so let let's talk about your your brand. And then I'm then I'm gonna take a breath because um Dawn is on the phone too and she's been following leading up to this conversation. I know she has some questions too for you. But but talk okay. to us about your brand and share with the audience what your brand is and and um how you came up with it. Okay. So, uh, Glasses and Glitter is my brand, I guess, and it's the name. Just going back and forth, I, I, my elevator pitch is I really am a geek. I just happen to like looking cute while doing it. So, Glasses and Glitter is a a play on me being a nerd, but me liking the glam and the glitz that are associated with, say, fashion or any lifestyle things while maintaining my inward geek. Um, and I, I guess I like to call myself a seven-layer cake because I I am, basic on a basic level, I am a geek. I am a techie girl. I love gadgets. I love computers. I love anything in and of technology. I sit and I read, well, I don't think really magical, so much more techie, but like The Verge, Engadget, all of those sites, I read those daily. Like this is not, but then I also look like looking cute. So I will, you know, find out the latest shoes, or I do enjoy shopping, or I uh, like going to Fashion Week, and I like sitting at the show just as much as another person. So my brand is uh, the fashionable geek. Like I, I don't really know how to encompass that. I, I like looking cute when I go to work. I like wearing five inch heels. I also love my glasses. I, I have contacts and. I often refuse to wear them because I feel like my glasses and my nerdness gives me so much more character than other people. Um, so on any given day, you could come to glasses and glitter, and you could see a 
post about a new phone or uh, my desk or me using a shellac lock, the, the keyless deadbolt, because that's, that's techie related. Or you can see a post of me talking about how Steve Madden has a new app and I can shop while I'm being the insomniac. Um, <laughs> so it really depends. You're making you're making me feel like I'm normal. You know, I'm like there's someone else out there like me. <laughs> David's probably yeah, laughing at something. <laughs> you know, and, and what I will say is, what I, I know when I when I chimed in, I heard, I think it was Don talking about the the how being a nerd has gotten fashionable now, and so it really is normal. I feel like it's a lot more normal now than it was a couple of years ago because people have begun to accept nerds and their nerdness, and it's actually cool to be a geek now. And you're you're absolutely right, and, and that's why I think, you know, brands like yours and even our show, Technology Expresso, we want to have a couple of different flavors. You're not going to, you know, if people who tune in, we do have those shows that are the, the hardcore, you know, talking about the, the code, so on and so forth. We attend some of those um, conferences as well. But then there's also the, the other side in that, you know, people have multi-facets of their personality. And for some of us, yes, we're technical. Um, we love that piece very much and enjoy our job. Um, but at the same time, there's other facets. Whether you love music, whether you love fashion, you know, I, I download the app where you could take pictures of everything in your closet which it'll probably take me the next two years, but then you can uh, mix and match all the different um, items in your wardrobe so you can, you know, restyle your, your outfits. But, you know, what I love at the end of the day is that people have to also realize whatever your passion is, you can tie it into technology and you can find opportunities to make money, whether it's building apps or, you know, there may be existing software out there working for those types of of companies, and that's what we're really trying to also promote too, is marry the two together and follow the money. <laughs> you know, there, there's there's opportunities uh, there too. But I did promise I wanted to breathe. And, and Dawn, would you like to jump in? Uh, yes, it's so funny though because um, Tori, hi Tori, I'm so glad to speak with you. I've been Looking at your blog, whenever I um, saw that uh, you were going to be on the show, and I follow Tech Expresso, and so um, it made me want to click on your blog, and it is so exciting. <laughs> I mean, and, and what we were talking about, it's so funny because um, it doesn't, you don't have to just be, um, you know, it's tech is not boring anymore. There's so many different fun things that are implemented within it. And so um, with your blog, like you said, you can uh, bring a lot of the cool new apps because you definitely uh, brought some new things to me in reference to using while uh, trying to network at conferences. But, yeah, you have all the little fun, stylish things, and I am in love with the fact that, you um, did the copycat with the shoes. I thought that was so cool. <laughs> but, um, well, see, that's part of the seven-layer tech right? When I get bored, I don't want to be techie. I want to DIY stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I thought, um, and, and so you kind of already answered one of my questions. I was just curious to know if 
the title, um, the glasses and glitter, is was your way of trying to, um, you know, under the umbrella, combine the fashion side of you with the tech side of you. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I thought that was. Too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just said it definitely was. That was all. Uh, and then the other thing is um, that I was curious because you, you do have um, a lot going on because it's like one, uh, at one moment you can be, uh, you know, at Fashion Week, which is something, of course, that um, every girl would love to do. Uh, but then um, you were sharing that you still work full time as well as you have your blog. So I know you mentioned the networking apps that you use. But I was just curious to know, um, since I do follow a, a, a lot of different blogs, do you have people that work with you to contribute to your blog, or do you just use different tech tools or apps to try to maintain and do everything that you're you're involved in? Yeah, that, unfortunately, I say this unfortunately because I was, like, looking for writers and like when I got married, I, I got married June 7th, and prior to that, I was just, like, fully engrossed in eloping and not telling anybody and um, not paying the thing. So that was really me all by myself. So, and then my blog is all by myself, and it, it's hard um, because I take pride in what I do. So I couldn't, it's hard for me to get into my mind that I'm going to do a post on the go because I have to edit a picture or do something different. So, um, yeah, that is all me, and it, 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 it's hard. And I, I was looking for contributors. Like, I do have a friend of mine who writes whenever I can force him to, um, or I have gotten to the place where I've said I'm going to pay somebody to write um, when I was eloping because I just did not have time to get any posts out. But, yeah, it's just me by myself. Um, when you say elope, we have so we have more things in common. It's just it's, it's, uh, so funny, but um, I'll leave that for another show. But <laughs> <laughs> some people out there may know what I, I'm, I'm talking about. But um, nonetheless, um, you know, maybe even to some of our listeners, they'll hear today's show, and if they're interested in maybe connecting with you about writing um, for your blog. Uh, is there a way that they – what's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, the best way to connect is with me via email because I have 7,000 phones, and they usually chime all the time, and I'm very responsive to my emails, as you can tell back today. So um, the best way to, if you want to collaborate with me, is to email me at story at glassesandglitter.com. Usually Thank you. during the week. During the week, it's, 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 I'm a little bit slower in responding to the emails, but on any given day, I have two phones on me at the least. So um, if if my phone, if one phone doesn't ring, I'll hear it on the other phone. So that's that's the quickest way to respond. And if I can't, um, like if it's something that it's easier for me to discuss over the phone, I'll email you back and say, hey, can we can we call about this or whatever? Because you know. I don't feel like hurting my arms today. So. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I mean, you're showing you're a true geek because a true geek carries more than one device at any given time. So 
So, so you you you're validated. You're validated. I'm validated. I appreciate that. <laughs> we were yes, just making sure. You don't qualify. Oh, yeah. You don't qualify as a geek if you have less than two phones. That's a <laughs> listen, listen. Today, because I'm testing out the new LG three, I have four phones on me today. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is that the is that David's the curved eyes one? Are lighting up. <laughs> is that the Sorry, one? is that the curved one? No, that's not the curved one. This is the one that just came out last week. The curved one I didn't want. Uh one weird thing about me is if I don't think that I'll find nice stuff in it, I won't I won't say I'll review it. Because I, I just you know, yeah. you get that thing where you be like, nah. But the curved one I couldn't see the functionality in that. I would be more irritated that it wouldn't do, like, wouldn't fit where I needed to fit. Because, like, today I'm yes. carrying a smaller purse, and so I would be annoyed that it's, I need to take up more space with it, so I didn't even want to do that. Yes, I have the Samsung Note 3, which is pretty sizable, and it just barely fits in my pockets and everything else. So that new I, LG phone I is just a little bit little bit larger, but um, the functionality, I, uh, I, mine is a quad-core processor, so... Um, it's bigger and it may be a little faster, but it's gotten to the point where maybe it's too big. So I'll, I'll stop wearing. Listen, I I just gave my husband my my um, my Note Three, and I gave it to him like, uh, do I have to? Because <laughs> I love that phone, and I'm sure my fingers and my hands are smaller than yours, but I love that phone. When I go to doctors' offices, appointments. If I'm just trying to write quick notes, like, that was my go-to. Like, I had it um, since it came out, and I was pretty upset that he finally decided to ask for it back. So, um. <laughs> yes, and, and, you know, that, there's, there's, there's an irony, too, um, is that I'm like you. I can fall in love with a phone, and once I really get comfortable with it, um, you know, they come up with something new, and they will force you. And or in, or in my case, I drop it throw it away, you lose it, and, and, and now I have to go, you know, I go back to the store, and I'm like, I just want what I had. And, and they're like, no, we're four versions ahead. You've got to, you know, change your life, you know. And, um, you know, we get so attached to these phones, but that is, that's the world of technology. It's constantly changing, and that's kind of where the whole blogging and conversation, if you want to keep up, you've got to get, in, get behind some good bloggers. So and and that's part of what you do is is reviewing um, the various gadgets and I love how you tied it back to how the phone fit in your purse. See that that's where the the tech diva comes in right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the half the fit. Exactly. See, um, so the the mirrors of of the the two together. And and I just want to um, pause because we do want to acknowledge. Um, at this point in the show, a special sponsor. Um, you may have heard at the beginning, top of the show, us talking about BDPA. They're great partners of ours, and we're actually going to be live at their technology conference. Their national conference this year is in Indianapolis. So if you just give us a, a few minutes, David, we're going to just uh, acknowledge their national conference. So I'll give it to you. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Jacqueline. Let me interject a little bit of testosterone in this girl geeks and gadgets that's here. 
So BDPA National Technology Conference is being held in Indianapolis this year, August the 5th, starting August the 5th, the week of the August, August 5th in Indianapolis. And there will be a host of technology service providers, individuals, and specialists all across the technology uh, landscape providing workshops and sharing their insights and just networking and creating and solidifying uh, the, uh, the cultural uh, footprint in technology that the African-American community has embraced. But let me say this as well. The B, while it is BDPA, Black Data Professionals Association, it is a multicultural nonprofit or a national organization. You will see everyone from all walks of life, all different colors and nationalities at this conference, and it will be packed full of uh, workshops for the technology-minded individual and the uh, professionals and the novices. So also there will be some um, workshops and certification classes there. They will have uh, improvement on project management skills. They will have CompTIA mobile app security and Android edition workshop. And they'll have an ITIL foundation certification. That will be a two-day hands-on workshop. And those are, those are very beneficial to anyone uh, that's continuing their education in the technology workspace. And as I mentioned earlier, there are a host of other workshops. Our very own Jacqueline Sanders is doing a workshop on the health the healthcare IT bandwagon. Is it too late? That's the title. So you won't if you're not there, you're going to miss it. So uh, there's a lot of information. So you can always go to bdpa.org and poke around. You'll find it. I won't lead you straight to it. You find a lot more information when you're not looking for something. So go to bdpa.org and find it, click on it, read what it's about, see if, there's, see if that's where you want to be, if that's where you need to be, if you're a technology enthusiast or if it's your profession. So get there, be there. Jacqueline. Thanks, David. And uh, stay tuned at the end of the show. We'll play actually – um, uh, some more information about the, the BDPA conference. I think David's going to cue that up for us. But back to our guest, Tori Dorsey. And, uh, Tori, I think you said you're in Chicago. Did I, did I get that right? Yeah, I'm in Chicago. So let me ask you this. In, in, in some of your conversations, and, um, you know, and you even mentioned, you, you, we have, you know, technology is known kind of as the men's, uh, a mentai or male career field. What's your thoughts or what conversations are happening among the, the tech divas about young women getting into technology? I mean, and, and even yourself kind of, and, and, and as I am, you know, being that exception, what would you say even to, to young girls about getting into to technology and why the hesitation, you think? Um, I think a lot of people are intimidated by it, to be honest. And um, it is, you know, unless you really have a passion for it, it's hard to get a good grasp on it. When I was in college, I um, absolutely loved my programming classes. I would get lost in trying to find the comma that I forgot to put in, and two hours would fly by. Um, but you really had to have 
I don't want to even say a knack for it, but it's just something that you you wanted to do. And I think that specifically speaking from a minority perspective, it's a little bit harder because I live in Chicago, and Chicago is a segregated city. So a lot of the opportunities that you may have, because you're not living by um, you're not living by your income, you're living by your race. It's harder for you to take advantage of those different programs if. As a minority, the, the school systems are not focused on providing those kids with these different aspects like teaching um, you technical skills from the get-go. My father was into technology, and so that's one of the reasons why I defaulted back to that because um, initially I was going to school to be a lawyer. Like my degree is in information systems and political science, uh, theoretically, um, but um, I think that it's just it's a point of intimidation for a lot of women um, and a point of not really being one of those things that are, it's not a it's not a career where you get a lot of the, for women there's not a lot of emotions evolved. You don't get a lot of the sparkle that's attached to that um, until very recently where places like Google are now paying for women to go to developer school um, because we just don't exist. So, and it's just, I, I, I personally think it's a lot to do with intimidation and not getting the training from uh, a young age. Like, I grew up with a computer in my home all the time. It wasn't something that was uh, foreign to me or taboo to me. Um, and so it wasn't, it was a natural course of action for me to get involved with school from a younger, I mean, just after I decided that law school would be too expensive and I didn't want to fight 30,000 people trying to get in school and have you know, $140,000 worth of debt coming out. Um, but I, I think that women are just it's, just, it's just not taught, it's not glamorized, and it's not, um, it becomes a point of contention or a point of in, intimidation thing after that. Uh, valid, valid point. But, you know, now that, and with the, the opportunity of the, the, the Internet and, and communication, people do have people like, yourself, uh, myself, and other people that we've had on the show, because we always like to keep that, that balance in the mix. We have uh, David, who holds up the, like you said, the testosterone end on our end. We're, you know, we want to represent the females, too, and let them know we are in the field, and we still are upholding our fashion sense <laughs> and representing. And so I'm, I'm hoping, um, you know, even, whether it's mothers and aunts and grandmothers, if you're listening to the show, Encourage young women to to listen to the show and also to look up um, Tori. Tell them again what your uh, Twitter handle is. My Twitter handle is at glasses, the letter N, glitter. Gotcha. So, and, um, you know, I reached out to Tori and you responded. So, you know, there, there's another opportunity um, so it, it is possible, and I enjoy my job, and it sounds like you're having a lot of fun, and it's not just what you do and, and work. You just have a passion for it, too. You know, if you've got that curiosity, like to solve puzzles, you know, are analytical, you know, all of that, you, you like to find solutions to things, IT can be both very creative. I mean, there's a very creative side to IT, too, because everything is – is really new territory because it changes so fast. So um, I put that out there. And, and also to tie back into our sponsor and, and partner, BDPA, 
Um, they have a Chicago chapter. So it's a great way to network, meet, even um, go to some of their meetups and um, training sessions uh, to, to dip your toe in the, the water around it to our, to our listeners. Um, the, the other question is, is as I, I look at our, our, our getting away from us, is to kind of ask, you know, with social media, there's so many times. We talked about Facebook. We talked about Twitter. Um, there's a lot others, you know, there's Pinterest uh, is one of the ones that um, I'm on. After a while, it can get a little bit hard to keep up with it all. I mean, what are your thoughts and, and what other um, um, avenues have you thought about using or you might use next? You know what? <laughs> I just had a conversation with somebody. Keeping up with all these social media networks that are, like, popping up out of the blue is exceptionally hard. I am involved in all of them, but I um, am mainly on Twitter and Facebook mostly. And I use I do I have recently started to get into Pinterest a lot more because I see the value in it. Um, but I wouldn't say so much as what I would use next, so much as the tools I would use to manage them. Um, I think that they would get a lot easier for you to be able to deal with. So um, on my blog, I use a plug-in to manage all of my social media so that my posts go out to Google+, um, Google+, Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, wherever I wanted to send it to, Pinterest, they all go out, and they go out, um, they go out immediately. And so I don't have to deal with that. And then I also use um, Hootsuite and TweetDeck to manage my uh, social media accounts um, because it makes having that one big platform, one big window, easier to manage for me instead of having to uh, jump through multiple sites. And Chrome makes it a lot easier um, if you're using that as a browser to use the extensions um, like TweetDeck or use the Hootsuite extension to manage those. I know I have a friend who works in PR. She tries to give me all of these different dashboards and whatnot, and I'm always like, I can't do all this. I have these three things that I use all the time that work really, really well for me. So, um, But I can't say that I would dive into another social media, um, another network fast. I usually am on the network, but I usually give it a time to build up to see what other people say about them before I really give it my all. Now, Pinterest is, yeah, I feel like Pinterest is for, like, a lot of moms and a lot of foodies, and I'm not really a foodie, and I don't have any of my own kids yet. So I'm always like, no, nah, I don't want to dive into here. But um, like I mentioned, my friend Lovey, she has, uh, she does fairly well with Pinterest, and she has an entertainment blog. So, um, And my friend who works in PR is always streaming the love of Pinterest. So I would say that I've devoted a little bit more of my time into developing my pictures lately, um, but I've always been on Pinterest. So, gotcha. And, and and for me, and I will say that in technology espresso, and for whatever reason, Pinterest seems to be this late night thing. It seems to be this ground swell of people who get on at late night. But I will say, like, I have a gadget uh, board where I pin up any new gadgets and, and new technology and futuristic stuff because that's, that's really cool and interesting to me. Um, my sister is big on – she posts a um, combination of outfits. So you're, you're right. I, in, I do see a lot of the foodies, and I love the inspirational quotes. A, a very good friend of ours 
um, that's on Pinterest. His is all on black history, and he pulls back some throwback pictures, you know, that, you know, I, you can't help but smile. He gets on a the theme and a role. And, and actually, shout out, uh, Wayne Hicks is the person I'm talking to, and he'll be on tomorrow's show with us. So, um, so maybe check out, you know, I hope maybe you'll check out and follow us on, on Pinterest, and we can exchange some pictures on uh, some, some cool gadgets. What's, and, uh, right now? What's your handle? Um, we're, we're tech, uh, tech, that's T-E-C-H, Espresso Cafe. Okay. Thanks, I'm going to follow. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm looking at our time. Is there anything that you want to leave us with, what's next for Tori? Or, um, and, and we would love to have you back. Give us updates as you uh, continue with your your adventures. But I do want to say it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Great topic. Um, but any final words you have for us? I don't have any final words. I'll just say if you're a geek and you're scared and you're a girl, embrace it because it's, it's winning for us girls right now to be nerds. Um, and I would definitely love to come back and chat with you all. Um, and next time, I promise we'll have the time for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but we worked it out, and and it went just fine, and again, really enjoyed the show, and we're going to continue the conversation. We'll be uh, tweeting with you, as well as we'll be posting on a book, and um, anytime, you just let us know, and uh, we will get you on the schedule. But uh, right now, I will thank Dawn, first of all, for always joining us, and um, for the the, um, informal banter and uh, just uh, being there for us. So thank you, Dawn, for joining us today. And lastly, I'll, I'll turn it back over to David for you to, to take us home. Okay. Thank you all once again. And shortly after the show, visit us at technologyespresso.com. You will find this radio show. Tori, we will send you the link to this show for you to send out to your listening audience and your followers to hear your fabulosity <laughs> and, um, and and share with uh, uh, your, your your network as well. Uh, stay tuned, everyone, as we listen to some words for. BDPA would like to thank all of its silver and bronze corporate sponsors for supporting our 36th annual Race to Innovate National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the JW Marriott in Indianapolis, Indiana from August 5th through 9th. Built on the principles of leadership through excellence, BDPA's silver and bronze corporate sponsors will help BDPA to achieve its goal of filling the STEM pipeline with computer scientists, engineers, and other technical professionals, as well as present the Indianapolis community with a maraud of employment opportunities at the Free Career Fair. BDPA is recognized nationally as a global member-focused technology organization with over 45 active chapters in the United States. We continue to stand as a leader in delivering 21st century technological programs. And BDPA is honored to partner with our world-class silver and bronze level corporations who believe in our vision for the future. For more information on the BDPA Technology Conference and Career Fair or to become a sponsor, please visit www.bdpa.org. 
PDPA, the largest African-American technology association in the U.S., is thankful for its gold corporate sponsors, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois, Montana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas, as well as Miller Coors and State Farm Insurance for their support of the 2014 National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair from August 5th through 9th at the JW Marriott in Indianapolis, Indiana. It is with the support of sponsors such as these that allow BDPA to continue forward with its mission of training students and professionals in science, technology, engineering, and math. BDPA values the relationship of the gold corporate sponsorships of Blue Cross and Blue Shield, Miller Coors, and State Farm Insurance and shares their vision and commitment to building safer, stronger, and better educated communities. For more information on the BDPA Technology Conference and Career Fair or to be a sponsor, visit www.bdpa.org. Thanks, everyone. That ends our show. See you next time. Thank you.